0: Paying too much on your online shopping can be scarier than Halloween in utopia. That's why go to Amazon.com, get the best deals on everything you need and help support. Rob has a podcast when you start your Amazon shopping with our link. Rob has a website.com slash Amazon. Coming to you live from outside of Utopia, like everybody. This is Rob <laughs> Has a Podcast. And now, here are the two guys who are ready to talk about the brand new start for Utopia Rob Sistradino, and here's Kurt Clark. Kurt, how are you doing? Konnichiwa, Rob. Oh, you speak Japanese. Yes, I do. I'm halfway there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kurt, very excited to be back here with you again after our two-week hiatus to talk Utopia.
1: It's been like three weeks for me because they like... Oh yeah, I talked to Mario Lanza. Yeah, and then they decided to take a week off. I got scared. Yes, well (laughs) you should
0: have been scared because it was a Halloween Utopia.
1: (laughs) It was a spooktacular. Yeah, no, I was like, I, I leave the country and Utopia decides to like take a week off. Yeah, I, I hope there's not again. I was, I was fearing that that podcast curse had come back into play. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well,
0: Kurt, we have so much to talk about here because it was Halloween. It was Utopia. It was scary. We had a twist to the format. We had a change to so many of the production elements on Utopia. And we lost three Utopians in one night. I couldn't believe it. it clearing house. A massacre, as they called
1: it on the show. There's one thing that hasn't changed, Rob. Yes, what's that? That wonderful, that wonderful theme song. I'm just letting it run. Let it know, run. I hear it. <laughs> All right,
0: it's well, your, it's your rally song. Man. Yes. All right. Well, we gotta, we gotta get into talking, talking some shop here. Okay, because uh, we are here on the Utopia podcast, where we'll we'll run these every week until uh, Utopia lasts, and hopefully that's uh one full year this experiment of how long the pioneers have in Utopia, Kurt. They're
1: a, a sixth of the way there.
0: Sixth of the way there. Okay, So Utopia is, is on. It's still happening. They came back after a week off of the World Series that was allegedly always going to happen, and Utopia came back uh, promising new changes. However, Kurt, uh, after one night of the newtopia, it looks like the uh, the ratings did not translate to a win yet for uh, Utopia. Uh, it seems like uh, ratings were, were down, even though our a, spirits are up.
1: Yeah, well, well, I think maybe this is a best of seven. <laughs> best of seven. <laughs> yes. So,
0: okay, we'll see what happens now uh, due to the changes in the format. And so, Kurt, I guess uh, let's just, uh, you know, let's not bury the lead. We got our top stories at this hour. Three Utopians leave in one episode. It should have only been one uh, libertarian Rob is voted out, and then two of the utopians quit Bree quits, and Mike quits
1: yeah, although Mike's was a little bit less of a true quit um it was it was weird because they they had kind of positioned it the entire time as he has to leave the compound, and it almost seemed like temporarily was the unspoken part of it. I mean, yeah, at the end of the episode, they said three three people have left. But I, I wouldn't necessarily call his a quit. That was a family emergency. That was understandable. And I think they've kind of teased the pastor. Jonathan, you know, may come back after his arm heals or whatever. I don't know if we've seen the last of Mike necessarily.
0: No, I think he's officially out. I, hope, um, I, I, I actually hope so. <laughs> I, I think he's out because he's listed on the Utopia website as past Utopians. So oh. um, so I'm this, not sure. I, so and, she,
1: and is utopia tv.com official.
0: Yeah. And the URL of that page is utopiatvcom slash participant slash band. So I'm not sure if you're allowed to come back from that, but it looks like Mike is out. And is Pastor Jonathan on that page? Pastor Jonathan is out. Yes. No, Kurt, I think you're making that up. I don't think that there was ever any talk that Pastor Jonathan would be allowed to come back after his stint on the disabled list.
1: Are you saying that this is Utopia fan <laughs> That was
0: That was fan fiction, Kurt. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, before we talk about the specific three people that are gone, let's just talk about the changes to the format here. So Utopia promised a big change to the series. They did deliver. There were a number of things uh, that were different. Uh, Kurt, we're going to start voting out one Utopian per episode. Oh, I completely missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the case. Yeah. Oh wow. Instead um, of instead yeah. of each uh, I mean correct me if I'm wrong if you're anybody, but that that's why we had to vote out Rob. I had yeah, I had
1: thought that it was like a uh, a a monthly thing. No, but. it wasn't that time of the month, Kurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. Every week from here on
0: out. So the Utopians where as the format was originally It was going to be that the Utopians nominated somebody. Yeah. And then from the nominations, and then America nominated somebody, and then they also, then they voted on the people that were nominated. Correct? I have that mechanics, right? Correct. Okay. Now, this is almost like a reverse international Big Brother in that America is going to create the nominations, and then the Utopians are going to vote from the nominees.
1: Right. I, I actually kind of like that approach. Um, it, and I'm wondering, if, and I'm just, my mind's, of course, going to like, what if they adopted that format in the international versions of Big Brother? But that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, well, we can explore it because I actually don't like that format. I mean, I, I don't say I, I, mean, I, think I like it for the international Big Brother purposes only because it does allow for some, it inserts more strategy than the game has currently. Yeah. But I don't want strategy to be in my utopia. (laughs)
0: That's not your (laughs) utopia? No. Okay, because I would like it to be that the utopians nominate the people that they want to see ousted. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a little more dramatic, but I feel like this would make for a better show, that they nominate who is going to be ousted At the end of the episode. And then all week long, we have to vote for who we want to stay. So it's like the American Idol of... You know, vote for, you know, the person you want to stay in the house, because I feel like we are just giving a pass to the Christians, the Ernestos of the world, the people who are just completely under the radar. Nobody's ever going to vote like, oh, we got to vote Ernesto out this week. America's not going to say Ernesto's the problem. We're going to vote him out. So if you're just dead weight and you're just never on the show, you're never going to do anything that's going to make you a target of America.
1: So this is the uh, Celebrity Big Brother UK slash Big Brother Australia version. The house guests nominate and the public picks who to save and the person with the least number of votes to save goes. Okay, yes, yes. Uh,
0: So that's what I would like.
1: Yeah, the, the only thing is, I don't get the feeling that Kristen and Ernesto are going to even, would ever get nominated by the House. Well, at by, least the, they'll the get compound. in the
0: mix. At least I can yeah. come up with a scenario that one of them, one of the most boring people who are bringing nothing to the table as far as the TV show goes, that's a way to at least get them out of the House. Like this, you know, this format is always going to be whoever is creating the most havoc in Utopia is going to be nominated and voted out.
1: And how many uh, weeks of immunity do replacement players for booted players get in this scenario, in your ideal world? I mean, it's never
0: going to happen. I mean, unless they get a lot of airtime that episode, I, I just think that it's going to, you're just going to end up with like all of the people that are like troublemakers are going to always get voted out.
1: Right, right. Now what I'm saying, though, is that let's is that if you leave the nominating to the compound to the utopians, they're going to. Start to just naturally gravitate toward keeping the originals and just constantly nominating the new people. So I think you have to have some sort of immune from nomination. All right, of if you want to give this. them a
0: week, give them a week to get off the week? races. Okay. yeah. Okay, okay, and then maybe nominate three people. So oh, yeah, be, okay. definitely. So th- I think that would be better. But ultimately, that's not what it is. So the America is going to nominate is going to nominate people for elimination, and then the Utopians will have to vote. Uh, did you like the mechanics of the vote? Um, in terms of okay, so in terms of the, the players voting, what they had to do was uh, they sort of went around the table and they sort of said their piece and they said you know the, the what they had to say was I choose to replace Rob or I choose to replace Aaron.
1: I again, I'm not a big fan of, I'm all I'm all for open discussion, but I think when it comes down to the actual voting there's too much opportunity for momentum and groupthink to come into play there. I would actually prefer to see uh individuals nominate or do doing that voting in secret.
0: Yeah. I- interesting, interesting. Yeah, you know, it was a very close vote. It was 5-5 five, five, and then ultimately it uh, went for it went against Rob. Were you surprised that Utopia voted out Rob over Aaron?
1: I guess not. I mean, I think Aaron's a more polarizing personality, and at the moment those words left my mouth, I began to envision all the explosions that Rob has had. So let me let me backstep a little bit. Um, I think in terms of contributing to the you know their own day to day lives, I can point and say that Aaron's Aaron's a chef, and mm-hmm. you know he potentially you know will make their lives easier, and that's why they would keep him. But I'm also wondering. This came up a little bit during the episode, and I think there. I saw even I think a a tweet from um, Scott Saint Pierre about it. The fact that they seem to be thinking that the public is watching this because they want to see the grand experiment of Utopia succeed, Mm -hmm. and so everybody must be productive. And so, like, I think I don't know if there was any of the voting that was happening through this lens of well, uh, if we're looking at creating a productive society. Aaron very much has a very specific role in that, whereas Rob is a great personality, but he's not a, uh, he's not a contractor, and he's not the chef, and he's not the farmer. Or, so Rob, maybe some people voted for Rob because he didn't necessarily fit a particular niche in terms of building a new society. Okay. I wasn't happy about it. I, I, would have, I would have rather seen Rob stay.
0: Kurt, I have to say that uh, I overall, I thought I I really enjoyed having uh, Utopia back this week. I feel like overall, I liked the changes that they made to the show. Um, And uh, while I don't think that it's going to appeal to uh, anybody, like I don't think people are going to be like, oh, man, they're voting people off on Utopia. Got to get in and check that out. Like, (laughs) I I don't think that like I think the verdict is is kind of in in you know the hearts and minds of america at this point on utopia i re- i really liked it um i think it's it's uh essentially gotten away from what it was supposed to be like they like throw that out the window the pitch of what utopia was on night one but this is basically like um you know big brother on a farm at this point
1: yeah it's like a less uh sexy uh temptation island or, <laughs> i think or, or or no no it was um the sequel to paradise hotel I think there was a forever eden where the idea was supposed to be that new people would continually come in whenever anybody was voted off yeah um and i i don't know were you now were you surprised that they still chose to have the vote when Bree walked um no i, I
0: wasn't really surprised um because i think they still did the vote right when when red left right
1: he, well, I mean, at that point there were there were three people up for nomination. For there oh, were three did, people up. Did, for okay, fiction. so Red didn't quit. Red actually got voted out. Well, he technically seceded twice, but then he was voted out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. I
0: thought he was going to quit, and then it was like, do we still have to do the vote? But I think that they have put a lot of stock in the fact that okay, we're doing the new format. We're doing the new format, so yeah. we still got to do it's, it, even if somebody quits.
1: I, I, and I'm a, I was a little worried about that because. I had mentioned uh, on, a, on a previous show how now in, in Big Brother Australia, they just threw in four new people into the mix with like a month left to go in the show. And we as viewers now have to like figure out how do these people fit in the mix? How are their relationships with everybody? And the point being that to drastically change the makeup of the characters on the show can sometimes lead to a sense of confusion in the viewer. And that's what I'm afraid that they might have gone overboard by simply still having that vote. I think having Bree leave and Mike leave, and then you're going to have some people come in and replace them. I think that's going to be a lot for viewers to process. I, I, I think they need to figure out, keep make some changes to the show, but don't get rid of the the people. That's at least the constant thread that the, Continual viewers have something at least to hang on to.
0: Yeah, Kurt, this is getting way too serious. Talking about Utopia, let's talk about the narrator and his Halloween costume.
1: <laughs> the host of Utopia. Uh, I, I, I was just really not a fan of them forcing the, the Halloween theme down <laughs> our throats the entire episode. Especially because the, all of this was filmed before Halloween. That, that no, that- it was it was perfect. <laughs> Oh, my mistake. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs>
0: I was dying last night watching uh, the episode. I actually I, got to watch it with Nicole uh, oh no. for the first time, and I was like trying to explain to her what this is, and <laughs> and then like she had never seen the show for the first time, and I was like, I was like, look, look the host is dressed in a Halloween costume. <laughs> he doesn't. He's dressed like a vampire. I uh, was, and then I thought it was like kind of in poor taste that he was like calling it. It's the Utopia Massacre. And by the end of the night, three of the Utopians oh. will be vanished forever. And then, like one of the guys, like had to leave. Like, yeah, I have a family emergency. Uh, my mom <laughs> is uh, in a really bad accident. I need to get I get out of here. Massacre.
1: <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> I I did really like. There was a couple points where they were. Would... <laughs>
0: Massacre on Halloween <laughs> Like I felt like maybe They shouldn't have hit that note so hard <laughs> maybe not. And no, no, no I'm not talking about you uh, Mr. Daughtry You're doing perfect <laughs> You're doing just fine
1: I I did like there were a couple times where they cut to commercial where they had it was it was basically like one of those those super cuts where they put together a bunch of scenes from the show but they have it in black and white and with scary music and they (laughs) the way that they edit it makes it seem like we're watching a horror movie yeah a couple times there was like shots of
0: like tarantulas and stuff like that and there
1: was and there's like a scene of Brie but then her eyes went like pitch black like the entire (laughs) eyeball I was like that's kind of cool and like like Dedeker's like in the woods rocking gently to herself oh man um, so what did Nicole think? Oh, I think she was kind of I mean, she was kind of
0: bored that she wasn't paying that close attention to it. But then I told her that we could go to Utopia and like we could just be on the show. And then she was kind of into that. <laughs> <laughs> she was into the idea of going to Utopia uh, because I think it would actually be a fun family outing because, uh, you know, Dominic really likes animals. So, I feel like the, between the cows and the chickens, uh, there would be a lot for him to be excited about. Uh, but uh, Nicole's worried that's going to be too far of an outing.
1: Yeah. If, if your goal is animals, maybe a zoo. <laughs> I don't but know. Don't if cow- be- he likes farm animals. Oh, okay. Kurt. They don't have a petting zoo in
0: LA? <laughs> 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 They do, but not one with uh, polyamorous dedicated
1: <laughs> Japanese <laughs> speaking polyamorous. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, now Kurt one of the other things that they did so much on the show last night was we talked about in the very first episode of Utopia one of the things that was different about Utopia was that it was a reality show and there was no confessionals no diary yes. room no confessionals that it was we were just observing these people and then last night's episode it was like it was kind of odd the first time they did it yeah. and With then Rob, they yeah Rob, w- in the hammock. yeah Rob was in the hammock and then they like shot of like the camera like panning to him and then Rob is like breaking the fourth wall and just like talking to us
1: like yeah come over here and then you can see the like and then the he of the cameras go goes on him and at that point i was asking myself wait a minute okay is this something that they've just started to naturally do because i've heard that you know in the big brother house you can tell you can watch the cameras follow you so you know when the when some of the cameras are on you um but i was wondering is this something that was like suggested that they start doing by the producers and hunda i, I really didn't know
0: yes this is a hundred percent that this was a actual all right we need to fix utopia we need to start telling the story and we need to be they're going to interview the contestants all the time like what about that one part where that was like a super cut of like everybody i forget, what were they talking about that like it was like everybody's take on something
1: I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> it was like
0: it was like confessional after confessional after confessional. It was like you know that they did like a uh, like a montage of the Utopians talking to camera about something. I can't remember what it was they were talking about.
1: Oh, gosh, I remember because I remember I remember there was Bella, and then there was Rob, and then there was Amanda, and you know it w- it was post Halloween party last night. So I apologize for not remembering the specifics about it. Of, I was just I was just Utopia, yeah. I I was just more surprised by the like how we kind of shifted from the okay they're going to do their confessionals by Rob sitting in the hammock and kind of calling one of the cameras over but then it switched to like you said what looked like a legitimate normal person sitting down with a producer who was interviewing them sort of confessional like you'd see on any show yeah yeah
0: no they really really overdid it and no, i don't want to say they overdid it because it was like you know par for the course but it was a, a big change also one of the things that i that i noticed which i thought was really crazy was they decided to go to like you know on big brother there's all these shots of like the like transition shots of like the camera in moving from like mm-hmm. left to right there was, must have been about 10 shots on utopia of the robotic camera uh, changing position
1: Oh, the, the one that's that's painted in the camo yes. colors?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, I mean, there. I would bet there ha- probably was there one shot of the robotic camera throughout the first 10 episodes of Utopia, and then last night there must have been 10 shots of it. Yeah. Like, that was something else that they must have either gotten a note or decided, oh, we need to keep reminding people this is a reality show.
1: I, what's funny is, like, we're also forgetting, they had two weeks to catch us up on last night. Yeah. And in my... And my notes are about half as long as they normally are for one week, <laughs> <laughs> so there just wasn't a lot that. Even though, I mean, I guess there was a lot that happened. I mean, we had three people go, but it was very cut and dry what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, Brie got Brie got upset and she's leaving. <laughs> Brie
0: got upset and then she just left. Brie was like, "Well, if America doesn't even want me here, I'm out of here." Uh, I Bri- if,
1: is that what the is that what the supercut was about? The I'm not sure. I'm not lock-
0: I, honestly. I'd have to go back okay. and and uh, watch it. And uh, that's against the prime directive to watch an episode of Utopia twice.
1: <laughs> I know <this. laughs> I was at. There was one point where that's I, I re-
0: <laughs> Each episode I mean, has to be a brand new start. It can't be. It can't be a uh,
1: an old start. Yeah. Okay. Like at, at the very beginning when. Um, Taylor asked Rob to define what stagnant meant, and then Rob called him a bleep. <laughs> like, I'm guessing it was like a freaking moron. That was like the one time I rewound it, and then as as I rewound it to catch what exactly was said, I was like, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to rewind Utopia. (laughs) I'm supposed to watch it straight through. What the hell am I doing? Uh,
0: Well, there were a couple of moments that were worthy of of a rewind, Kurt. Uh, One of my favorite moments from the episode last night was when the Utopians got letters from home. Uh, Did you catch this, Kurt? (laughs) Um, The fact
1: that there was voiceover.
0: There was voiceover. They were reading their letters, um, but Huntress Hex got a, a letter. It, this was like right oh, after yes. Amanda's sisters came, and yes. she w- they were checking in on her. But it was also that there was um, some mail mail call in Utopia, and Hex Huntress her- Huntress Hex got a letter and said, "We're happy that you have your clothes on." And we also had Taylor got a letter, but yep. my favorite letter <laughs> yes. comes to us from Cal from Cal's. Uh, Cal's entire commune, entire commune, um, which specifically starts by saying, uh, "I'm writing this letter, and George the cat is missing you and wanting to jump on my lap."
1: Yeah. Yes, and <laughs> yeah, So, so Cal's commune is a crazy cat lady.
0: Okay. Um, but that's not all, Kurt. Uh, no, I actually, uh, I want to play something for you. This is uh Cal's letter yeah. from from
1: Utopia last night. I see where this is going. We can't wait to have you with us again. (laughs) Much love. Tracy, Begonia and Eugene the Pigs, Barbie the Horse, Charlie the Emu,
0: Bounce and Toffee the Alpacas, Harvey and Derby the Goats, Cleopatra the Chicken, King George the Cat, and of course, all of us humans who consider cow or a kin yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh I can't wait for the family visit I was just thinking the same thing
1: (laughs) 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 I was Uh, just laughing because he was crying (laughs) and reading
0: this so we have uh, one more time here's the rundown
1: (laughs) much love Tracy, Begonia and Eugene, the pigs, Barbie, the horse, Charlie, the emu, Bounce and Toffee,
0: the alpacas, Harvey and Derby, the goats, Cleopatra, the chicken, King George, the cat, and of course, all of us humans.
1: (laughs) Okay, Rob, dig, Mary kill, Bounce and Toffee, the alpacas, they're a package deal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so so let me
0: just out. run down. The, so we got uh, Tracy is a is a human. I'm hoping George. Where, there's also George uh, George the cat. King George uh, King. is his formal name. Yes. Yes. Uh, Begonia and Eugene the pigs. Barbie the horse. Uh, Charlie the emu. Uh, Bounce and Toffee the alpacas. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> Cleo the chicken. Yeah, Cleopatra the chicken, and then uh, Hervey and Dervy the goats. <laughs> I'll make sure I, get, I want to make sure I have that right. Let me get yeah. Irvey and Derby the goats. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Irvey and Derby the goats and uh, King George. Like, why? It sounds like Cal already lives on Utopia. Why did he leave Caltopia to come to Utopia?
1: Um. Propaganda. He wanted, to, like, basically spread the, the, that that the uh, Caltopian virus into the new utopia. That's possible. He's like, he, there's, there's got to be like a Walking Dead analogy here. <laughs> He's
0: the governor. Uh, exactly. He's, yeah, he wanted a brand new start. Maybe. New star. This is Caltopia. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, at Caltopia. Begonia and Eugene are debating what, how much money gets spent on mud this week.
1: Tell me that's another YouTube channel that's starting (laughs) up.
0: Oh, man, I loved Cal's letter. Uh, I I have a friend of mine who uh, I talk with about uh, Utopia. says that uh, Cal looks like a giant fetus. Are you buying that? Yes or no, Kurt? (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) A hundred. Oh, that's hundo. I'm hundo on that. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Signed, <laughs> Bouncing Toffee the Alpacas, Hervey and Derby the Goats, Cleopatra the Chicken, King George the Cat, and Cal the Giant Fetus. <laughs> You're all our kin. <laughs> okay. Um, also, okay. So let's talk about Mike because Mike Uh-oh. had a very uh, eventful night as well. Kurt, yes, on Utopia. And so yes. Mike, who really started Utopia as one of the most level-headed, normal people on Utopia. But these last couple of weeks, uh, he's been in a bit of a downward spiral.
1: This is, this is, yeah, he was like the voice of reason. And it's just to show what polyamorous love can do to a man
0: <laughs> it really can it's almost like absinthe you know it seems like fun woo it's, polyamory we look the at fairy. me ha, ha, ha. and it just it's like drinking drano <laughs> leave you leave you hollow inside the polyamorous
1: love yeah uh it Jake the beekeeper did not help matters.
0: Yes. You know, the polyamorous thing is good unless you get attached. That's when it's the problem.
1: Yeah. That's well, the problem. You know, you know what? If you know, they have really been escalating the extent to which outsiders can yes. come visit. Yes. Like it used to be just, you know, utopia experience weekends. Right. And and like you know, and, and you would get like one person in the compound could have a family member visit each Yeah, or month. there'd be a delivery or something
0: like this. Now you're just allowed to like you can have yeah. a, a relationship with like like you have Jake yeah. the beekeeper can just come in and date and hook up and leave and come back whenever he wants.
1: He's really embracing this shade of gray there in <laughs> yes. terms of No, I'm coming to evaluate the area. All right, for well, bee-hives. Well, well, Kurt,
0: I, I thought this was the the best moment of the night the fight between mike and jake and and there's so there's so much there so i i want i pulled this clip from the show (laughs) all right this is the confrontation about between mike and jake because i know there's a lot of people that listen to the utopia podcast who don't actually watch utopia just to set this up again jake is a beekeeper uh he's i don't really there's as mike will ask him where are the bees uh for the alleged beekeeper jake um and Jake has some answers for that. Uh, here's what we know about Jake. He lives with his grandma, or so we thought. <laughs> well. Or so we thought. Um, also, he happens to also be polyamorous. I mean, Kurt, what are the chances that two polyamorous people could be on Utopia? How many polyamorous people have you met in your life?
1: Um, you know, maybe it's one of those things where I've met a lot of them, and I just don't. You know. Don't know. You, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Why <laughs> is it? I mean, 2014? I haven't
0: met many people who are openly polyamorous but it just so happens that uh polyamorous Dedeker uh happened to run into uh polyamorous jake and
1: that's not all they have in common
0: they have but uh, they have a lot in common uh <laughs> yes they also it, it turns out that she that jake also speaks japanese and so does Dedeker.
1: that's what it sounded is like is that the she, language of love japanese she, no that really isn't um but apparently she checks all the boxes. Okay. Both whoa, them.
0: whoa. Easy, Kurt. Easy, easy. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and uh, let's, go, let's take a does listen start, to. Does this start with Jake striding
1: boldly onto the dock?
0: Yes, yes. Okay. This, is, this is Mike <laughs> and Jake's confrontation. And Mike, from the second Jake pulled up, he was there to deliver pumpkins. And then Mike was like really like upset that Jake was there again. And then Jake decided to have a confrontation with Mike hey what's going on you've been a bit mean to me oh i know
1: i didn't come here for anything other than beekeeping but you've been calling me names my name is jake mixon i'm a beekeeper so what are you here for
0: that's a good start so far right hey yeah yeah hey my i hear you're calling me names uh my name is jake mixon i'm a beekeeper
1: Yes. Yes. And the, the, I, the, I think that right there is a nice sound. Like, my name is Jake Mixon. And I'm a BQ. <laughs> um, so, you know what? Jake went from seeming like a really just normal, nice, run of the mill guy next door to there's something a little robotic or <laughs> Stepford about him. Uh, I'm. I'm I am now worried. <laughs> okay. Like, can uh, they can they lock the gate at night?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay.
1: I'm here because you needed bees. Where are the bees? And then I met somebody that speaks my language and lives my lifestyle. I didn't.
0: Okay. Now speaks I, his I language. That was metaphorical, by the way. Yeah. Is that a metaphor, or is that <laughs> that she speaks Japanese, or is the language polyamory?
1: Um, I think that polyamory is the uh, lifestyle, but. When he said speaks my language, I at first thought he meant who gets me. Yes. <laughs> but no, I, I think he literally means Japanese. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I didn't come here to cause problems in your
0: life. You just seem mad.
1: I just don't understand why the f- you're here getting into our business.
0: You came here with your intention to sell us bees. Yeah, mind your own beeswax, Jake.
1: Oh, ding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where are the bees? <laughs> okay
1: where are the bees jake i'm just a contract i contract uh, out the bees no uh yeah we'll get to that (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't mean spoiler alert uh mike you misunderstand me uh beekeeper is kind of a misnomer
0: (laughs) mike you misunderstand i'm here to teach about the birds and the bees uh I'm i'm not actually a beekeeper <laughs> why are you here?
1: <laughs> where the f- are the honeycombs? The hives will be
0: here. My bees are contracted out. And then so, why did you promise
1: living... us bees the
0: first week? <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's like really passive aggressive about it. that. Was... Like, where is the honeycomb? It's like, uh okay, hold on. It's actually it's a hive. It's not a honeycomb.
1: That's no, not, that was a little bit of a Neanderthal, <laughs> Neanderthal moment there for me. <laughs> and, and the bees are all—they're on another job right now. Yeah. As
0: soon as, as soon as they're done on that other job, like we'll find, we we'll, will they will be here. <laughs> yeah, they're on another job right now. <laughs> but it's a good point. Why are you here? Why? Like the well, shouldn't you... you be on the other job with the other bees? I don't think I don't, I don't think he likes to micromanage the bees, Rob. Okay, so the bees are sort of like independent. Like yeah. He's really he's more of a, a bee pimp than a beekeeper. You know, yeah. they just like okay, okay, bees show up at this address, <laughs> show up there on the twenty fifth. There'll be
1: a guy there. I'll tell you what to do. Uh, you know, <laughs> he, he basically travels. One, he's like Phil Cogan. He he travels ahead of the bees. He's ahead the of Paris. the bees.
0: Yeah, he's getting yeah. ready. Getting ready. Yes.
1: <laughs> like, you're just sweating up on us, and that doesn't make any
0: sense to me. You know, I got along pretty well with everyone. Fine, then everybody can tell me to get the out of here and you can stay here. I don't give a.
1: F-ing. You seem like you're having a hard time.
0: I'm not having a hard time, <laughs> Jake. I don't take you f-ing seriously, but if I want to give you a hard time every time you get up in my f-ing face, I'm going to give you a f-ing hard time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. <You> know, <laughs> he seems like Hal. From 2001. Yes, it's remarkably calm. Remarkably is, calm. Is everything okay, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I were you, Mike.
0: Like, open <laughs> the Pod Bay Beehive, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that, Mike.
1: I can't. <laughs> what are you trying to do, Mike?
0: Domo arigato, Mr. Fato, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And what's amazing is how nicely meta things get from here on out, though. Okay, all right.
0: Interesting. You talk about how you've been dating supermodels and ballerinas
1: and actresses, which is odd to What too.
0: the <laughs> are you talking because about? How do you even know about any
1: of that? <laughs> you know you're on TV, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that was the best part. So
0: so Jake <laughs> goes home after he spends the day at Utopia, and then he and then he, <laughs> he watches life the show, life. and then he comes back to Utopia and like trolls Mike <laughs> with things from the show
1: yeah he doesn't have to do it from a keyboard yes he 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 can he's like like one of the world's first live trolls yes yes he could
0: show up be like uh like hey mike i heard you date ballerinas and supermodels what's up with that like like, how do you even know this i didn't say that he's like "Uh, you're on tv mike
1: Oh no! I couldn't believe that that Mike was. How do you even know this? Um, you're on a TV show. Yeah, yeah. This was like, yeah, this was like the the, the most Truman show point of the series. <laughs> <laughs> good afternoon,
0: good evening, and good night, Jake. <laughs> you come here, you
1: watch, you make little arguments down, you memorize them, you talk in front of your grandma, make sure they're down, and then you. My come grandmother's here. dead. Oh no. <laughs> And then it turns into like psycho.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Keep,
1: yeah. <laughs> keep in mind in the back of your head the entire time. Mike is a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now <laughs> you don't <laughs> the think- attention to detail <laughs> in our and in arguing. He he's not he's not winning a lot of points with me here in terms <laughs> of his courtroom acumen. No. No, I don't know about this. Why do you have her car? Because she gave it to me. Okay, get the f*** out of my face! <laughs> when
0: you come here, go wherever the f*** you need to go. But don't get in my face, all right? Hey, all hey, right. Hey, this a while ago, This conversation is done. Yeah! <laughs> Get then, the hell off the witness stand And then Mike proceeds to like Throw Jake's pumpkins uh, Which are kind of like mini pumpkins Yeah he had to go for the small ones And he kind of does it in like a not a Very like tough way either He's like there's sort of like very small pumpkins in it, And he's like very awkwardly like, like Throwing them around
1: Well maybe he didn't want to destroy the big ones Because those are the ones you're going to carve for Ghoultopia <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah it's fantastic yeah uh so so many great moments uh from the mike versus jake the beekeeper battle Uh, really 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 fantastic stuff now um do you do you think that there's any sort of uh johnny Fairplay uh (laughs) at work here between uh jake about his uh about his grandmother
1: you talk in front of your grandma make sure they're down and then you my grandmother's dead <laughs> but, but yes, yes I do talk in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to clarify.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I know uh, I had
1: I had fair play in my notes as well.
0: Well, just one one other thing. So then I feel like the whole, you know, Mike thing, like things have gone so bad for him. Is there a possibility that maybe there isn't a family emergency for Mike?
1: Um Cause it I have was to say very strange the way that the news was like, I, I, it, it, it couldn't tell if, so what we, what we know about the family emergency is that Mike heard somehow, like we never see the producers tell him, but yeah, he, I guess like, he had been on a phone call and
0: they said, and, um, like I don't know if he, because Mike said he was on the phone with his dad. I mean I don't know what I, I yeah I don't want to speculate too much yeah. here, um because but it just seems like if, if that if if there was any point in the series in which Mike was gonna say you know what I'm out too, um you know and nobody could say anything like hey how could you quit man uh if it, you know says like like uh, let me just get out of here um yeah. you know because
1: w- it, it would be that would be the way you would you could do it. Yeah. But they they seemed but I think they would have edited differently in terms of there was a lot of him saying I don't know specifics about what happened, but something has happened and I don't know exactly what. And I'm not calling into question that something, you know, did happen. I just in general found it strange where if I'd been in that situation, I would have been damn sure to find out what happened. I'm not saying, well, you have to tell me. Before I even think about leaving the show, right. but in terms of if there's an emergency back home, and you, you have that sure little information, as, you can sure as hell bet that I am finding out everything and clearing up as many vague, vague things as possible. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering. It almost seemed like he maybe didn't speak directly to his dad, but like the producers spoke, and they just told him as much as they were going to or were able to tell him.
0: And, and you're um, not taking a minute like to find Ernesto and say, "Hey, hey, man, uh, I got to get out
1: of here now." Yeah, it was. I mean, I ho- that's why I know, was
0: looking online. I, I I like to check out the uh, Utopia Reddit, which is Reddit uh, slash r slash Utopia Fox to see if there was any news on the the mic thing. But I didn't see anything um, from anybody, like any sort of update on the mic situation.
1: Yeah, I hope we. That's the sort of thing would be nice to get an update on, because I mean, obviously, hoping that everything is you know yeah one well,
0: we want to ho- we hope that you know everything is okay. Uh, and two, you know, uh, it would be just like you know, let's get an update on this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Mike is also, is also out. Do you want to eulogize
1: Mike at all? God, that's hard. Um, he, you know, between utopia and polyamory, Mike's time on TV was filled with experimentation. Um, he, you know, ruled with an iron gavel. Uh, he he was the 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 voice of justice uh, in Utopia. Um,
0: well, that's interesting. What happens the next time we have something go to like Utopia Kangaroo Court? Like, who is the new de facto judge?
1: Oh, probably Ernesto, right? I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey <laughs> i know how to lay the
1: justice it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work like that it's best out. <laughs>
0: yeah it's that's, not the same thing
1: yeah okay yeah maybe they'll have to um because wait they're down uh, wait wait, you think back to the beginning because the whole intent was you know if everything had gone right in utopia 15 <laughs> people that's on a day lot four. of ifs Kurt. <laughs> 15 people start on day one a month later, one leaves, and one replaces them. That right. was the intent. Right. Now you know from from the you know the person who uh, wasn't able to start with the show, <laughs> um, so they brought in 14 people and then a couple people leaving and injuries, and yeah, blah, blah blah. Um, we we're, we're We're now down to 12 12 utopians, and we see in previews that next week they're going to bring in a couple options. Yeah, um, two bald guys. Two bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that... Two James middle-aged
0: B- bald guys coming this Friday. Let's make a brand new star. <laughs> Check it out. Friday's on Fox. We've got two new bald guys coming to Utopia. <laughs> they're white, they're middle-aged, and they're here this Friday. On Utopia, only on Fox. They may be
1: bald, but they're not afraid to split hairs. Um, all I'm saying is that James the hairstylist better stay. <laughs> Just from the previews.
0: Oh my God. Okay, so we'll talk about uh, these two new guys but, uh, that are showing
1: up uh, next But week. I'm wondering if they've, they've got to replace them like two more. It's like make, bring in six people. Three have to stay. Have a couple of them be people who are in the legal field. Bam, you've got Mike's replacement.
0: Mhm. So you feel like that we need a new paralegal.
1: Um I th- I'm I think we've seen that Utopia tends to take things very literally in how they ascribe people. Mhm. So for instance, if uh you know, if someone named Steve comes in and he's a lawyer, he'll be lawyer Steve and if, if they're going to find a role for lawyer Steve, it's going to be in the the the, you know, the judiciary role on Utopia. Mm-hmm. Um But, you know, technically they could think outside the box and anybody could step up and do it. You know, probably Dedeker. Who is the most even-headed, you know, level-headed person there would probably be Mm Dedeker. What
0: about a topless attorney?
1: We can do that too.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about a couple other uh, quick things before we start to uh, wrap this up. Um, So apparently it's in the two weeks that we've been gone. uh, Something must have changed because suddenly the Utopians are making a lot of money. And specifically, <laughs> specifically, Bella is creating paintings which are being sold for thousands of dollars. Kurt, who is buying Bella's
1: paintings? Um, well, I found them on eBay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, all right, let's look they, it up.
1: <laughs> they, well, th- here's the thing is that I. Y- I had to like find another page that linked to it. Like if you click, the seller for Utopia, if anybody is on eBay, is US2014 underscore utope. Okay. U G O P. Um, if you search for paintings in Utopia, some things, a few things come up. Um, I'm looking at paintings in Utopia. Docked at the Shore, a medium painting by Bella Chartrand.
0: Yes. It went
1: for six hundred and seventy dollars and there were seventy-two bids on it. Will they let her have a chocolate bar now? <laughs> but I
0: I just feel like this is not this is not my utopia. Where when we started this show, it was, the idea of making money wasn't okay, we're gonna make paintings and sell them on eBay. That <laughs> was nice not, I guess so uh one is a cow uh there's no bids on it right now the stuff i'm looking at
1: oh uh wh- which one are you looking at i'm
0: looking at was, some watercolors
1: i was looking at some watercolor oh I, these are new ones these weren't these weren't up yesterday New
0: paintings for bella okay so what which one of the three uh, sh- I, I will put uh, it i'll put it a bid on on one of them what do you got uh, uh
1: you know what i'll do uh <laughs> i'll bid you I hate you so much. You're that guy. I don't. I don't even know if I still have an active eBay account. I will register, and I'm going to bid on the one that the the boat with the pink flowers. I'm I'm going to bid on the cow. Okay, not going to go for the fire wings.
0: No, I'll bid on the. I'll bid on the cow. (laughs) Oh, there's a reserve. Oh, how much is the stupid reserve? I'm not going to bid if there's a reserve.
1: There. By the way, though, there is something I remember reading that um, if you scroll down, it says that Kristen will only take your. bids if... Oh, wow. It was, no, it doesn't say that on, the, on, on here. On a, no, on, on the prior ones, uh, it did say, um, hello, thanks for your interest in the paintings. In order to minimize false bids, we are requiring that you have at least 15 successful transactions. Uh, all right, yeah, a, yeah. Get a and, grip, Kristen. Get a grip. A, well, no, because if you look at uh, the, the, the bidding pattern, uh, so the one that went for $670... There was somebody who bid twenty four hundred dollars. Was not a registered. There were like five bid, three canceled bids and two retracted bids. Like somebody bid nineteen hundred and fifty, but it looks like uh, the bid was retracted. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I can't. Unless, but those are on the old right. ones. I don't know if it's gonna be like that in the new ones.
0: Yeah, entrepreneur Kristen. Well, she'd be my pick for nomination every every
1: week. Her and her put them up. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to try to uh, to bid on this and. um <laughs> What's your, what's your, what's your ceiling on the, on, um, little cash.
0: <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, it's going of, the, the reserve is probably like a couple hundred dollars. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'd take a Bella painting for $20. That's, that's, that's my limit. It's 20 bucks. I'm out. Can you I'm go pick out. it up
1: yourself? Do they need, do you need to pay the 20 in shipping? I don't or know.
0: You? I don't know. I don't trust entrepreneur Kristen. Um Kurt, uh so just in looking ahead to next week. So okay, two new bald guys are going to come in. Now, are they both going to be utopians or is one going to get voted in in the episode?
1: I believe one gets voted in.
0: One gets voted in. Okay. Yeah.
1: And why are you specifically looking forward to, more to the hairdresser? Just because he there was one scene where it looked like, you know, they, he announced he was a hairdresser, and everyone, like all the women, just started clapping. And there's a scene where he has like Bella in foil, <laughs> and just looks. She looks like she has a fright wig on. Yes, and I'm just saying, you know what? No, we we just need this guy in there. <laughs> like it, it it seems like the most like the other person could be, uh, you have you know 20 years in creating self sustaining environments that are you know green and have a you know a, a a a reverse carbon footprint or a hairdresser. And I'm just really picking the hope that they, they get their priority straight and pick the hairdresser.
0: You know, the thing that occurred to me last night is that I really need utopia to stay on for the entire rest of the year, because one, I need to see like the host, like in a pilgrim outfit, like on the (laughs) Friday after Thanksgiving, uh, I talk about the utopia Thanksgiving and then all through December, I just want to see like the host, like in a Santa Claus outfit.
1: Yeah. That. (laughs) Be I, want, I, I want to see how, they, but I also want to see how they handle those two rather large holidays. Um, are they going to, is there going to be, you know, a utopia family Thanksgiving? What
0: about a utopia
1: Hanukkah? You, yeah, utopia Kwanzaa? <laughs> sure. Um,
0: hey, uh, we got to bring everybody, as many people under the tent as we can.
1: Do they create basically a, a, a festivist type holiday unique to utopia? <laughs> no, no,
0: no. That's too controversial. <laughs> Too controversial. All right. So, Kurt, next weekend we'll be back to talk about more Utopia, God willing. <laughs> Knock on wood. And uh, very, very very exciting. Uh, this is um, overall now, the ratings were down last night. Do you think there's any chance that people, there's some buzz now and, from the bees, <laughs> from, Trump, uh, Trump. From, <laughs> from Jake's bees, <laughs> yep. and that after this, then people will be talking about this. People hear this podcast say, hey, let me, uh, let me get in on some of this Utopia. Sounds like they got a brand new start over there. Potentially. You th- do you think that will happen?
1: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> they're there's, there's scrambling. I think they're scrambling. scrambling.
0: All right, Kurt. Uh, this week, we also got together and talked about our Halloween costume quiz. Uh, yeah. Kurt, part of that quiz was... Well, hold on. We're going to be doing spoilers about the costume quiz if you haven't listened to it yet. So I'll give you a second. If you didn't listen, you could turn this off now. Uh, for those of you guys who did listen to it, Kurt, uh, because... Spoiler zone. Hold on. Uh, because I won, yeah. I got you. This, won. What,
1: was your, what was your winning score again, Rob? Four, uh,
0: 5 four? out of 12. Uh, I think it was 4 out of 12, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> uh, because, but, uh, you I, I believe but you it was, won. I believe it was 2 out of 3 when it counted.
1: Okay,
0: but it counted. Okay, Okay. so uh, I got the right to tweet from. I was a it was a social media takeover on (laughs) Kurt Clark's Twitter, and we sent out four tweets. One of them was a real tweet from me, and three of them were fake tweets from Kurt Clark. Uh, So, Kurt, let's update the audience on what happened.
1: Okay. Um, well, should I just uh, recap what the four tweets were? Most people were able to pick them out. Yes, because yes. they were like one an hour for the on um, each hour on Friday morning. Not
0: the I just earned the heavyweight level two badge on at Untapped. <laughs> yeah, that's you're, you're really loving this Untapped.
1: Yeah, it's like Chronic it's like four, it's like four square for beers. You check <laughs> in when you drink a beer. It's okay. great. Great. Um, sorry. Uh, so the four tweets were. <clears throat> Uh, hashtag your mama so ugly she makes hashtag Verlox the darkness look like hashtag Miss Survivor hashtag the quest okay um, second one was I could never be on It because the only thing I've ever been guilty of killing are one off reality TV shows hashtag podcast curse Kurt uh, you don't have a good name for it I, I'm Curtis could you go with Curtis Curtis, Curtis. <laughs> no it's not good it's too late. okay um, third if I ever get to experience my life's biggest goal and be cast on Utopia, Utopia. I prefer that the other Utopians refer to me as Brony Kurt. (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, when I get on season two of Opposite Worlds, I'm going to opt for basically a badass mode (laughs) over beast mode. Luke Tippa won't see it coming.
0: <laughs> All right, and, so we told people to vote for see if you could find the tweet that I wrote um, right. by favoriting those statuses.
1: Right, uh, coming in fourth place uh, with only seven favorites, and I, I chalk it up to it being because it was an early morning tweet at about seven a.m. Central. Was the the uh, the quest tweet about your mama so ugly? So seven votes for that. Fourteen votes for the Who <laughs> podcast curse. Yes. Seventeen votes and a retweet from Luke Tipple. <laughs> that should count as more. That, that I think even if you wait that, you can wait that as like five favorites. Okay. Uh, on the opposite world, <laughs> <laughs> Luke Tipple's like, uh, we yeah. are
0: live outside opposite worlds too." He's practicing. Yeah,
1: he has no idea what that tweet means. Yeah. Um, and the Brony Kurt Utopia one had the most favorites with twenty eight and. The listening audience was mostly correct. It was the Brony <laughs> Kurt one was the one that Rob, Rob has a planet. No, they're like
0: they know me. They know me. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I what, what I really liked about that tweet was, uh, in addition to Brony Kurt uh, making me laugh, was that I liked that uh, I used the hashtag Utopia because I felt like then the Utopia social media uh, person was going to start like sending you questions and like uh, talking
1: to you. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. looking. I just see it like if any, who favorited it. And I don't believe there. Oops, I accidentally just favorited it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, 29. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, I'm just seeing if there's anybody who was like uh, Utopia, the official Utopia feed favoring it or something, but no. All right. Well, Kurt,
0: I got to go and, and go uh, tend to the, uh, the pigs, horses, emus, uh, alpacas, goats, uh, chickens, and cat. So... Uh, again, very very fun to talk about Utopia. Had a lot of had a lot of laughs. Hope uh, everybody made it this far. Uh, we need a hashtag, Kurt.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> can we do hashtag Bounce and Toffee?
0: <laughs> bounce and Toffee. Fair enough. Uh, follow Kurt on Twitter for more real and fake tweets, and find out all of the beer that Kurt is consuming at <laughs> Kurt Clark on Twitter. That's me. By the way, I was impressed the other day. I was thinking about it, Lid. I think it's pretty good. You got Kurt Clark. I bet that was a real land grab. Uh, for that you must have got in on, on that early it joined April 2007 it says on Twitter I didn't even know yeah. Twitter existed in 2007 boom what a what a mogul <laughs>
1: there you go <laughs> wow good for you Kurt. Oh, thank you, Rob. Good for you. <laughs> I, 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 It's low-hanging fruit, but I'll take it. All right. Well, <laughs> have a great weekend,
0: everybody. We'll be back with the RHAP 1000th episode coming in next week. If you haven't gotten in your message yet, leave us your favorite moment at com slash voicemail. Also, if you haven't seen it yet, check out the Rob Has a Podcast t-shirt. Uh, I'm like entrepreneur Kristen over here. Uh, go ahead and check that out at com slash bell shirt uh, to check out the new design. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. This is Utopia with Robin and Kurt Clark. Established 2007. This is Utopia. Let's make a brand new start with more confessionals this Friday. Bees, emus, alpaca, all the fixins.